I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good Friday morning. Good Friday morning. Hello. Is this thing on? I hope you're having a nice start to the last day of this week before the weekend comes. It's a long weekend. Labor Day weekend is here. Good morning. Hello there. How's everybody doing? I hope that uh, this finds your day off to a good start. I'm a venti coffee in. I'm just going to let you know. I've got coffee flowing in my bloodstream. I'm feeling good. Uh, oh my goodness, Jessica just finished a 16-miler. Good Lord, Jessica, congratulations. That is a significant commitment to running on a Friday. Uh, I am uh, hanging out, ready for one of my favorite humans in the entire planet, Mr. John Acuff, to jump on in so that we can have ourselves a Friday conversation about literally nothing, uh, Heidi and I. In real time, we're recording content for our upcoming fitness and nutrition course. It's going to be awesome. I'm super, super excited about it. It's this idea where like she is the master. I am the newbie. She is teaching me how to continue this transformation that I'm on with my physical health, my understanding of how food works in my life, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's been awesome. And uh, we are just a day into what is multiple days of uh, filming. So yeah, we'll let you know how to sign up when, when the time comes. We're, we're close. It's going to not be until maybe three and a half weeks till now. The idea is like, a, like oh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Are you running for local like city board? Or, like, Is there like a school council seat that's come open? I'm trying to be an alderman. I'm running for alderman. Um, I don't I, know what that is, but I don't know what that alders, is either. If there's some alders, I want you to know I got you. I got your back. I yeah. feel like we have to figure out what an alderman is, but I mean, you are bringing the heat today, man. I didn't even tell you. I just showed up fully suited, just what, ready to go. What is the pin, by the way? Uh, it's whatever their brand is, but occasionally people tell me, I know there's a story there and I feel like I should make one up and be like, actually, my grandfather got this when he was in the war. Um, he did fight in World War II. He drove a tank at 18 against Nazis. So whenever somebody tell, like, whenever I feel like my life is tough, I'm like, yeah, I wish my grandfather was still alive and I could be like, things are terrible. He'd be like, I was 18 and drove a tank against actual Nazis. So, so stop. I'm sorry if your Wi-Fi is out. I'm sorry that somebody was mean to you on Instagram, but tell me some more about your troubles. I oh. want you to be like, uh, I want it to be like a Freemason or like, what was the thing in National Treasure where there were like uh, a secret yeah. society? I know where the, con the real constitution is. It's in a cave. I can't tell you. Can't yeah, tell you. right. That's what I want. <laughs> okay. Have you met Nicolas Cage? I feel like you probably met him. 
I have not met Nicolas Cage. And I wish that I wish I could say I had, because you know that would be one of those weird, he lives in a universe that he believes we all live in, but yeah. is exclusive to him. I would love to, that's a great, like, and he like is a comic book collector. Like every now and then I'll find some story where it's like, he owns the East Coast's most samurai swords. And you're like, I I actually, I don't know if you ever like, you go on a website and there's those little like ads at the bottom that are oh, just yeah. clickbait. But yeah. I saw one one time that was like, do you know where Nicolas Cage's fortune has gone? And I was like, well, I need to know now. I mean, I don't know, yeah. so I need to know. He has bought more crazy slash interesting stuff than any single person on the planet. And he is yeah. just proud. He's, I think, proud of like that samurai sword collection. You could have that same conversation 15 times about 15 totally yeah. random things. Yeah, he actually, his comic book collection was valued at $1.2 million. And he had like the original Superman comic where like it's action comics and Superman is like holding a car above his head. And he was like, gotta have it. And so I, yeah, I do like people who create their own universe and are comfortable in it. Like not in a like stab you way, but like in a like, I do like, I make my own rules. Like I just do my thing. Like I respect when my ultimate goal is to be comfortable in my own skin and to like the things I like and be like, mm, hey, this is, this is what I'm doing. This, this is what it is. This is what he it is. seems I'm comfortable in his own skin. Yeah, I also does. like when we have a conversation like this, the first thing I go to is what is he doing this morning? Like what yeah. this morning is he doing? Did he wake up in a in like a silk robe? Probably. Did he wake up and feed a Komodo dragon? Probably. Is, I mean, is there okay? There's a first question for you. Is there a worse gift that's ever been given than Sharon Stone giving her husband a exclusive backstage tour of the Komodo dragon pit in Los Angeles, upon which he got bitten the foot and had to have a surgery? Is there a worse gift? Can you think of one? <laughs> Number one, I've never heard this story in my life. God, I'm such a giver. I'm so, This is why I can't find Sharon Stone time. brought her husband as a gift to a Komodo dragon yeah. showcase. At the and LA on the showcase, he was bitten yeah. the foot. Yeah, so like they have some enclosure where they have Komodo dragons and you get a tour, which I, I'm assuming they've canceled. I'm assuming it's like <laughs> San Diego Zoo or LA Zoo, one of those zoos. And he got bit in the foot and had to have foot, like pretty extensive foot surgery um, because that's how they kill their prey with his, uh, they have bacteria in their mouth. I know a lot of things that aren't helpful. Um, I don't know the names of most of the streets in my neighborhood, but I know that Sharon Stone did that. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. So I can't think of a worse gift when somebody was like, you know what, this isn't what I wanted. Like, it's not what I... But when they say, what do you get for somebody who has everything? I guess the answer is a Komodo dragon tour. No. Um, no wait, no. we, we kind of, wait, we buried the lead just a little bit. Uh, we acknowledge that you look handsomer than you ever yeah. have and that you could be running for alderman, yeah. whatever that ends up being. Yeah. But why, like, did you like sleep in this suit or did you like actually put it on for a reason today? I uh, just came from a virtual event. So I, oh. I had a 55 minute virtual event. Um, it's, in it's in Tampa. And I recorded an event for somebody for an organization in Tampa. And so I went awesome. to the studio and I was like, you know what? I'm already in the suit. It'll be a nice change. Maybe class up the joint a little bit. And so I stayed, uh, stayed a little in the suit. Yeah. The white, the white shirt really brings out, I mean, business, which is, I, I think, a thing that you're looking for when you're yeah. going to have a conversation with anyone in Tampa. You would trust this collection, like this collection of ideas. You'd be like, you know what? It's like 
if somebody has a British accent in America, we assume you're smart. Like oh, Australian, sure. New Zealand, British, no one outside of this country hears my accent. Like no one in Slovenia is like, Ooh, this oh, wait a second. like, wait a second. That's an American, like this haircut, know. that suit, you're, you'll be taken seriously in that's, easily 70, 75 countries, which is that's what I'm what here I, for. That's what Real I mean. quick. Someone, Question for you when it comes to these conversations. Do you like cater your conversation to the people in Tampa to the Tampa based companies issues or are you doing something that's a little more consistent to speech and then doing yeah. Q&A? No, I, uh, I do a pre call. The, the key to good speech is a pre call. I have yeah. a set of questions I ask that are baller questions. Um, here, I'll give you one question, just a little sample. I say, if you imagine a keynote as a spectrum, as a line, and one end of the line says instruction, and one end says inspiration, where do you want it to land? Ooh. It's a clarifying question. They'll go, 80% inspiration, 20% instruction. So then, you know, I spoke to a group of nonprofits today, so I'm able to go, I was in Tampa Bay recently, here's this, I, you know, my brother has a nonprofit. Like, no, the, when you customize it, it tells everyone in the room, you don't just have a stock speech. Nobody likes yeah. stock, photo stock photography. Nobody likes stock speeches. So it's the same can thing I, you do. It's like I love that. Can I tell you the, the, the most important question I ask in the pre-call? Oh, what? What is the thing you want to say to your team that you cannot say because of your position, but that yeah. I can say on your yeah. behalf? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I'll tell Which you is... my most important question. Is there, and there 90% of the time, there's not an answer. But I say, is there anything I shouldn't say? And they go, oh, because sometimes they've just had a layoff. Sometimes there's something in the community. And I, you know, I asked that question to a digital media conference. They said, don't say radio is dead. They say people come in and they're so excited about the internet that they say radio is dead and half the audience works in radio. And dude, the speaker before me in Q&A, he said, what's the future of radio? And he said, no future. And you could feel the room change. <laughs> and he was like 24, so he clearly knew the future of radio. But I was like, oh, so dude, Half the time there's not an answer, but sometimes I'll tell you, don't say the word, like a recycling company told me, don't say the word junkyard to describe what we do. It makes us sound like we have sleeve tattoos and pimples and we do highly scientific work. And I was like, boom. I last, last one, a chimney sweep uh, event told me, whatever you do, this is for chimney sweeps, do not mention Mary Poppins. They said, whatever you do. And I was, I was glad because I thought that was like their LeBron James with their chim chimneyed out. They want no part of Mary No more. That woman, yeah. So, you can keep oh. Dick Van Dyke. You can keep the whole thing. It's fine. We're so that's full. why I'm in a suit, but I do have great questions. I'd love to jump in with one of them. You're in, you're in book mode, which is exciting. Um, there's a, there's a energy to releasing a book. Um, but my first question is what's the best documentary you've seen lately? Like six months, a year, a documentary. You're like, Oh, that was interesting. What's a good documentary. The best documentary, the one that like stuck with me, of course, I can't even remember the stinking name, was the one on Netflix that was all about the way the algorithms of social media totally- Social dilemma. Social, social dilemma. dilemma. That like, uh, if there was a thing that I think every human being needs to watch, social dilemma is wild because it will change the way you think about allowing access to the internet to your kids yeah. because yeah. it's just, uh, they are controlling what you see, creating an echo chamber, making you feel however you're feeling. Yeah. And that is, it's terrifying. Yeah, that, uh, I, that was a great one. Um, I would say my answer is Val, V-A-L, Val, about Val Kilmer on Amazon Prime. Wow. I've heard this. I've heard wow. this. I've got to watch it. 
it's it's something dude like if you grew up with you know when we grew up you're like oh he was in that he was in that he was in that and he's got throat cancer so he can't really talk anymore and it was really powerful and i did see a comment somebody said can we talk about that john looks like jamie tart's brother i do get that once a week somebody who likes ted lasso will say hey you look like jamie tart and i'm always like he's in really good shape so i'll take that i think it's the chin it's the strong alderman chin a lot of people don't have a strong like if you want to be an alderman, a lot of it is like your chin. You know what? Now that I see it, I can't unsee it. And you need to get uh, a little bit of your eyebrow shaved out. I did that in high school. Freshman year of high school, I shaved a stripe into my eyebrow. I got made fun of. So I lied and said that somebody did it to me when I fell asleep. Bit of a Samson story, biblical, if you will. I said, Carrie Kerpopoulos, who was my neighbor, did it while I was asleep. The rumor got back to her. She yelled at me in the cafeteria in front of everybody. I ate in the library for a week. I was so embarrassed. That's a... Uh, that's uh, what we call a short story about John something. And I put a Band-Aid over it first. Like it was a mistake. Yeah, I, yeah, I should have asked you that. Okay, ooh, there's a good follow-up. Worst hair decision you've ever made? Worst oh, this, this is easy. I mean, like I've been, I've been cutting this hair now since uh, 18 months in. I feel like I've gotten a little bit of a handle on how to do it, even though we can argue, Dave, every once in a while, maybe you ought to go to an actual barber yeah, yeah. fair. But at the very beginning of the pandemic, my hair was pretty long on top, long on sides, and I shaved what ended up looking like a mohawk into my hair. And I now look back at that window of time, and I'm, I'm embarrassed for everyone involved, and mostly did, me. Did anybody, could anybody tell you that? Like, were you in a place where you could receive that feedback? Well, I mean, Ra Rachel decided to divorce me about a month after that haircut. So I'm not saying that they were correlated, but I'm also not saying that they aren't correlated. Was that, was that in the papers anywhere? Was there like a follicle section of the It wasn't directly referenced, but there was a, like a, just a modest implication that that haircut choice may have been complicit. There's just a Polaroid of you asleep that somebody had taken that was like, exhibit A. Um, can we talk about his scalp? And it was like, whoa, whoa. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I, the thing is like, I, I carved this haircut and I actually, in the insanity of that beginning window of pandemic and quarantine, I was like, you know what? This looks pretty good. And now I look back and I'm like, who, like, where are my people? Where are the people in my life that could tell me that I had some salad in my teeth because that was salad. Yeah, that was a lot of salad and it was deliberate. Like you, when you get salad in your teeth, you didn't put it there on purpose. Nobody's like, let me jam that kale in. No, um, but, but yeah, I'm walking that's... around bragging like there was a, a reason for me having a blacked out tooth with a little arugula. No. Oh, that is challenge. I, I How about you? Eyebrow definitely, but when I was in like eighth grade, I got a Nike swoosh mark shaved into the back of my head. Cause I was like, <laughs> When you ball like I ball, I mean, when you're, you know, when you're 5'1 and 93 pounds and you play, I played 90 seconds the entire season of the eighth grade basketball season. I think they just kept me around for jokes. Huge. Um, like, like, I don't know why I was like, shave a Nike swoosh. Like, it's time. Like, ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. And I got one. So, like, I don't, that's probably the dumbest. I've, although... I'm still pretty young. I can still do something terrible in a couple of years, probably. Um, the thing that, that I am just shocked by in real time is that each of my children, at least the older two, they are growing their hair out. I've never seen 
a thicker head of hair on human beings than what Jackson and Sawyer, my oldest kids, have on their head right now. Yeah. And they're just owning it. Yeah. And I respect that. It takes, a, it takes some bravery. It's wild. I mean, like, it feels like they're going to be embracing leather bracelets and, and maybe even a necklace at some point here. Do you have one on right here. now? Do you still got uh, I, I, do, I put It's off in the other room. I, I was working out. I know. Okay. Okay. That's it's a little. Okay. Hard. I actually had a workout question on here. How Let's many push-ups could you do in a row right now? I don't, don't do them, but I mean, like, how many could you do? 37. 37 is pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, 37. Yeah, I, I like that. I, uh, my dad taught me a push-up challenge where you see if you can do 100 push-ups in five minutes, which sounds super easy. And you can divide it any way you want. You can do 30 right out of the gate, take a break. Like, you have five minutes. Some people do 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. But, like, by those last few, you're like, five minutes is a short amount of time. It's oh. kind of a, a base level of, of strength. Is, can you have do you ever done an exercise uh, cycle called Tabata? No. It's That's not a, like the Macarena, though. I know your your brain jumped immediately yeah. to it. It's is that the forbidden like, dance? I, it, I that, that well, the that's first. the forbidden dance. Tabata is actually just a workout thing that has some high intensity interval training, but like twenty seconds on, ten seconds off, and you repeat it eight times for four total minutes. Ooh. And I've done push-ups as a part of that, where like it's twenty seconds of push-ups, ten seconds off, twenty seconds of push-ups, and it's one of those things where you're like, oh, what's twenty seconds of push-ups? Yeah. Nothing until round five. Yeah. Yeah, round it's six, hard where your yeah, arms are just like what what happened to you I, why are you doing this i love that you that you've done something called tabata i think that's i love that you're exploring that are you still in arizona is that arizona? oh yeah i'm in arizona heidi and i are actually shooting uh, a bunch of content for a fitness and nutrition challenge we're going to do like a nice. pre-holiday eight weeks to you know body sculpting getting fit oh, and knowing nice. how to eat well which is great but there's just a ton of content that we're filming we're doing a, like 60 days of workout so there's a video for every single day so we're, oh, we're filming wow. it in real time but this is one of those things where like i am the neophyte newbie she has 20 years of experience and so Part of it is like, I get to ask a ton of questions and she gets to educate me and then maybe the audience gets to learn along with me. As oh, dude, I love that. And you'll get yeah. in shape doing it. It's always good to do projects get, yeah, that I'm make you better. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, next question. Maybe you can't share this one. What's the name of your fantasy football team? Uh, well, the fantasy football team now is called the Hollis Hoodlums. And that's only okay. because, let's be clear, I had a name for years that was less appropriate. Yeah, yeah That yeah. when you become a father of smaller children, requires yeah. that you change the name. Yeah, okay. Because they asked me, I'm in the league with you, and they asked me, they sent me an email yesterday. We're like, what's the name? Um, and then three hours later, sent me another email, what's the name? I didn't realize, we're talking three-hour turnarounds on these fantasy questions. That's pretty very, fast. This is a very serious league. <laughs> yeah. I have been in this league for 18 years. You've been jumped into an eight-years-in yeah. league. <laughs> well, that's where I was like, what name can I pick that, like, so I just named it Ipswich. That's where I grew up. It's my favorite place in the universe, Ipswich. And it sounds like it could be a Premier League uh, football team. 
Oh, maybe yeah. This, maybe this guy's British. They don't know me. I mean, they don't know you from British. anything. I could be British. This could be like a like a soccer thing. So my I, I do love John's note. So I invited him to a Disney league that I've been in forever. And your note was, I sure hope Bob Iger's in here. And I was That's like, well, there was a there was an owner at one point named Robert Schmeiger. So yeah. uh, no, no relation. Yeah, and my no, expectation was the CEO of Disney was often in this, also in this, and this was probably how I was going to become a movie star. Like no. I do a couple here. Hear me out. I do a couple trades. He's like, this guy's amazing. He should be in the new Avengers. Like, I don't know how, like, if that's how things happen in Hollywood. But Usually. I live there. Um, you have. You are friends with Air Bud. So I'm taking the lead from you. And I was like, he's probably, this is my come up. I'm going to meet Jay Shetty and be like, your eyes are beautiful. And then I'm going to get to be in a movie. And that's Rocket Ride. Rocket Ride. Number one, do, I mean, and never, never speak irreverently about Jay Shetty's eyes. And number They're two. Amazing. Do you, do you know, um, do you know Jesse Itzler? Yeah. Okay. I don't so, know him, but I know of him. Are yeah, you going to meet I, him too in this? He, well, I, well, the thing is he's got, he's, he's a fun follow because he just has this like, the, the idea in his, in his like world is to build your life resume. So he does all these crazy things. He was who I climbed that mountain with. He's awesome. Yeah. But he is in a fantasy league that he has been in for 20 years. And he just posted a picture of it two days ago. And in the league, it's Jay-Z, Chris Paul, uh, the, Matt Berry, the guy who's the head of ESPN's fantasy sports. Like, yep. he, he has this fantasy crew that is the envy of anyone who's ever played fantasy anything in their lifetime. Oh, do we, I mean, don't tell me who they are, but just blink if, if there's famous people in this league. And I, like, in one of them, Zach Efron. Oh, come on. Come on, Blink, Dave. Just one time. One Zac Efron football league. Is that too much to ask for? Oh my you know gosh. that I, I, here's the thing. I, I want to be able to stay focused on putting together a great team. And I can't do yeah. anything if I'm distracted by Zephron's abs. I can't. So I'm not doing it. That's fair. That's, I mean, you want to really focus on the league. And the, I get that. That is, uh, that is fair. I'll accept that. Do you okay. think that Zac Efron works out or do you think that he is a cyborg sent back from the future to look this way? Or is it like just like naturally he, it, a handsome future, just a like, very handsome future. Like he is one of the most attractive, like he's fit and it looks like he's just traveling the world Ooh. right now, enjoying his life. Okay. Follow up question. Prettiest person, like you're in a room and they change the temperature of the room. Like, I'm not saying loved ones like my wife, Heidi, but you know, I'm saying like you're with somebody and like, it's like the entire temperature of the room changes. Like, oh, cause there's a handful of people I've met that I'm like, you're from a different planet of pretty. Like, like I got street smarts, handsomeness. Like I can figure stuff out. I'm in a jam. I'm good. But like somebody that you see them and you go, Oh, that person is from like the Amazon rainforest of pretty. Like, when's the last time that happened? I was, I mean, I, this is, it's a name drop, but I went to an event where George Clooney was there mm -hmm. and there was something about like, it, and the thing is, it wasn't even some, I mean, he's, I think he's a handsome feller, sure, but sure. there is, there was like an air of confidence. There was like a swagger that I can only assume was kind of like what Sinatra would have been like walking ah, into a room. Okay. And it's yeah. not that like it wasn't a cool spot before he walked in, but when yeah. he did, there was this like, oh, everyone in the room has just become a little less cool because the bar was just raised.
and they know where he is at all times. Like at you, all you times, go, there is a Clooney in this room, and I might not be able to see him, oh. but I, I know he's in this space. You're looking dead ahead, and you just have a sense. Like I think he's at like four o'clock, no six o'clock. He's just directly oh, behind. Man. Like at all That's times, true. you have a radar for it. Mine is less famous, and no one will know this person. But when I was in college, I was. Uh, I thought, I know how I'll meet girls. I'll be an assistant coach on a girls' flag football team, thinking. This sounds, um, this sounds suspect at best, but keep the, going. The mistake I made was the head coach was a male model named Heath. And he's one of my friends, but he is beautiful. And so I could have been on fire that entire season. No one saw me. Like, Heath eclipsed every – like, he was the kind of guy that when we would go out to, like, I don't know, disco techs, whatever we did in the 90s. Um, he would wear like a ratty old white t-shirt and we'd all get dressed up with like Dracar Noir. And he would be like, eh, throw on like whatever. And the club, like he parted the Red Sea like Moses when we walked in places. And I I tried to ride his success like a remora on the bottom of a shark. And it, it did nothing. It did nothing for me. But he's the person that whenever I think of that, I'm like, oh man. That dude changes the temp of the whole room. George I love Cody it. Is, is a, I love that example. That's so fair. Okay, next question. Not related at all. Best mail you've received this month? In the last month, you got something in the mail and you were like, oh, man, that's cool. Well, I mean, I had in the, in the window that I'm in, I, in the last month, got the first uh, advanced reader copy of my book. So, uh, like, seeing, it's not like yeah. the fully finished hardcover version, yeah. but, like, seeing that printed copy forget it like that is uh especially because you know like you pour everything into it and it's a it's an amazing thing to hold a thing that you've created yeah, when it's totally. actually printed on paper yeah. um so that's great i actually what's crazy is i recorded the audiobook on monday and tuesday and man i can't wait for people to hear me read the book to them it was a very emotional experience because oh, yeah. I don't know, like, of course, I've read the entire book and editing a handful of times, but reading it in a single sitting, but then also like telling the stories out loud, where a lot of times I'm talking about the hardest thing I've ever been through in my entire life is it's just a super emotional thing. Oh, man. I finished yeah. Tuesday night and I was just like, I'm done. I need yeah. like put a fork in me. I am done. I need to rest. This is bonkers. Yeah. Did you get, was it one person in the booth? Like in the, one sound engineer or was it like multiple Sound people? engineer and then a, 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 like a producer. And the producer yeah. was the guy that like, you know, every five seconds, like, you know what, uh, you, you, you stutter just a little bit or yeah. you, you know, start, start that sentence over. But yeah. um, it was cool. I actually recorded it in Willie Nelson's recording studio in Austin. Uh, oh, nice. Arlen. Yeah. So there was just like a vibe. You yeah. could like sense the the stuff that had happened there. And I probably got a contact high just from being in the building. Did you say on the road again at any point? Like were you tempted to be one hundred percent. Every chance I got. Yeah. Every time I left, I would have been like, Hey guys, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm on the road again. Like just, <laughs> you know, like you gotta know when to fold no, that's Kenny Rogers. I'm thinking of somebody different. Oh, okay. Man. Uh, follow-up question about the book is it true that my endorsement is on the front cover like it's it's kind of like it, there's a starburst like it's splashed i'm a like i'm assuming that's where it is is that where you guys uh, yes uh that is correct it's just it's instead of the title it's just the quote from you <laughs> as a thing to try and draw the audience in so yes they <laughs> okay here's my next question um 
it's not really a question so much as it is a statement. I'm going to score our friendship based on how many people are above me in the list of endorsers. Like if I get the book and I open it, the, I, I open the first three pages and it's like, you know, famous, 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 famous lady who used to babysit you, you know, your veterinarian, and then John Acuff, take it. Like if I'm the caboose of those endorsements. Oh, I'm so worried now because I have no idea what the order is or how the order was determined. I know how it's determined. You start with the most famous and you work your way down. So I'm Is that how it works? Yes. <laughs> you know how it works. Don't you lie to these people. These people turn in for truth, Dave. Truth and, and chuckles. That's what people want. <laughs> truth and chuckles. If it was about oh. the way I felt about people, you'd be on the cover. Who's the alderman now? Who's the alderman now? What a political answer. What is an alderman? We have to get to the bottom of this. Oh, it's so good, dude. I, I love this. And people get to see behind the scenes of what it's like to be um, on the edge of celebrity. That's where yeah. I feel like I am, on the edge. Um, you know, just kind of looking in, hearing stories about George Clooney. I'm telling you a story about a, a flag football coach from college. I love the difference between those two. They're humans. the same story. <laughs> They're both made of human. They're both made of people. Like on the we inside. We were driving in the, the car. Same. We were driving in the car, and uh, you know we're we're like a year in at this point in dating, and there's still uh, a weird inability for us to recognize this truth that we as human beings have to poop. At times, yeah, sure. I'm sorry if I'm um, yeah. spoiler alerted. Uh, uh, not, not not was not on the list. Was not, not on the list. Uh, and I and I had to like say like there was this this guy in high school that I just thought the like the, the the world of. His name was Jared, and he was the most popular person in school. He dated people when I couldn't even speak to women, and like I just thought the world of him. And I was having a really like self talk troubled kind of day, and my mom actually just dropped this little piece of wisdom. She's like, you know, Jared Lawrence poops. And I was like, wow, you're right. Yeah. We're all the same. And yeah. so, you know what, George Clooney, yeah. yeah, flag football coach, me. That's, that'd be a funny t-shirt. As far as I know, Heidi, but I also can't confirm it. Like the, uh, that just theoretically all of us. Yeah. So we're all like yeah, just all on the same level, you know? That, that would be a specific motivational t-shirt if it said Jared Lawrence poops. Like, cause, and Trust. eventually you'd get back to him. Like eventually he'd find out and you'd have an awkward Facebook message. I was like, hey, use the different last name because I don't want people flooding his uh, his accounts to find out if it's, it's true. It's a con yeah, like that would be really weird for people from Instagram to ask all the people named Jared Lawrence. Um, now, be honest, that's Jennifer Lawrence's brother. This is really a story about Jennifer Lawrence, right? Is this so anyway? <laughs> this one time, Jennifer and I were driving yeah, I in the backwoods. I call her Jin Jin. I'm sorry, that's a nickname a lot of people don't know, but. When you've, when you've, you know, met her as many times as I have. I love this. I love this. I love this. Okay. Into the conversation. Let's do shameless plug. Give your shameless plug. I'll give mine. Cool. Uh, if you are not yet, jump into the community. We are uh, now five weeks into this 90 Days of Courage. It's a part of the pre-sale incentive for my book, Built Through Courage, that comes out October 26th. When you pre-order the book, you get a Finding Your Why course, a Resilience and Mindset course, and 13 weeks of coaching with me. Uh, this week, we dove into your personal values. How do you set them so you stay away from the things that might throw you off track? 
and uh, the community's got 6,000 humans in it. I want you to Amazing. be one of them. Jump in and be part of this community. Just go to mrdavehollis.com forward slash book. Pre-order the book, support the big guy, and then immediately I'm going to give you like 500 bucks worth of value for saying yes to uh, the support. So well, there you go. Let me back you up on that, and you should tell people this constantly. The reason pre-orders matter, the reason Dave, that pre-orders matter to Dave is that Amazon can't order a ton of every book. So they carry very narrow margins. So when you pre-order, it tells the buyer at Amazon, oh, we need to buy more of this because the worst thing that could happen to Dave is at midnight, the day before the book comes out, as it changes to 1201, it goes out of stock because nobody orders an out of stock book. So when you pre-order his book, you're doing him a tremendous kindness because it's telling Amazon and buyers, hey, we need to keep this in stock. So that's why it matters. That's why Dave continues, like most people don't know that. 99% yep. of people don't know that. Huge. Continue to tell huge. that because it's huge, huge, huge. My shameless plug, I have an amazing podcast called All It Takes Is A Goal, um, where I interview people about the goals they're working on and it is hilarious and helpful. And I would love if you went and listened to my podcast. There we go, shameless plug, Friday. Who was on this week? It was, uh, uh, I saw it. I saw it this morning in your feed. Rory Who was Vaden, up? right? Rory yeah, Vaden. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rory Vaden, about why you need a personal brand. Even if you're not gonna be an influencer, or on the on kind of the far fringe of celebrity, um, you need your personal brand matters. If you have a job, you have a personal brand. If you have a head, you have a personal brand. Um, so yeah, awesome. Don't expect a suit next week, but expect some truth and chuckles. I don't know that that's our tagline, but that's gonna happen. I also, by the way, I got the cut of uh, me coming over and uh, taking over your house and yeah. they did a fantastic job there's even like intro music before we go through and show everyone all the legos in your in your office there. Oh, it's good. really yeah, incredible i can't wait to see it i can't wait yeah. to see it i i know they left a lot of our bodybuilder discussion on the cutting room floor but that's that's part when you make art then you know like you make an omelet there's eggs that get broken it's part of, of course what, part of what happens so all right, all right guys. Dude. love you dave love you too brother have a good weekend see you, buddy.